And we are once again live with the All Gas No Break Sports Show. I am once again one of your co-hosts, Nick Pavona, and I am once again joined alongside Andrew Johnson and Grayson Sheepy G. Marino. And guys, we have a very special guest with us today as Joseph Fatteruso is here to discuss some big time playoff implications for the MLB, as well as the upcoming hockey season that is just around the corner. Cannot wait to see what happens this upcoming weekend. But guys, what a great, great, you know, podcast we had yesterday. And now let's see what happens tonight. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate uh appreciate you, Nick. It's great to be here. I'm looking forward to talking about sports some uh some sports implications going on. Yeah, we're certainly grateful to have you here. I mean, we have a very big, you know, MLB playoffs is coming around right around the corner. The NHL season, as we say, is coming around the corner. So definitely going to be, you know, looking into some big key matchups in the playoffs and, you know, looking at an outlook of what we could see this upcoming NHL season. It's going to be a spicy day. It's a whole lot of spice in today. <laughs> a lot of stuff going on. This All is right. the biggest time of the year. But let's kick off with the MLB playoffs. Almost have the postseason picture done. We're waiting on the Mets and the Marlins to kind of decide how that series is going to go. Marlins playing the Braves as right now. Ronald Cunha just hit a single. Uh, Braves over Marlins in top of the second, one nothing. Mets right now going the bottom of the ninth, 4-2. I'm sorry, top of the ninth, 4-2 over the Nationals playing a doubleheader. But, Nick, with all this Mets talk, do you want to go right into the NL and talk about the Mets? Yeah, so let's let's discuss how you know the playoff implications when it comes down to the NL East race. So obviously, this past weekend we saw the Atlanta Braves sweeping the New York Mets, taking a nice, comfortable lead in the division. And not only did they take the lead in the division, they now own the tiebreaker over the Mets. So it's going to be very tough for the Mets to win the division as it is. Now, the reason being that they need to win the division is because if they don't win the division, then they're going to have to play in the wild cards round, which is a best of three series which means all it takes is two losses and the Mets are already eliminated. And for a team that, you know, has gone through so much heartbreak through over the years and is on the precipice of potentially getting 100 wins this season, it would be such a tough way for the, the season to end, especially after all the stuff that has gone on with them this year. They had at one point a 10.5 game lead on the Braves in the NL East. Now that lead has dwindled. Now they're not even in first place. And even if they get past, you know, at the current moment, they would play the San Diego Padres in the, in the uh, wild card <laughs> round. Even if they get past the Padres, they would have to play the Los Angeles Dodgers, who are, you know, already have 110 wins on the season or having a historic year as it is. They would have to play them in a best of five series in the division around just to get to the NLCS. So it's it's very imperative on the Mets to win the division. Now the Mets still have a shot. You know, last night the Mets game was uh, you know was rained out. The Braves lost to the Marlins four to nothing. So it brought the Mets within a half, one and a half games in the division, still three games left on their schedule. If the Braves were to lose tonight and the Mets, you know, keep their pace and are able to win their doubleheader against the, the Washington Nationals, then the, you know, the Mets still have a chance to win the division and would, you know, get that second seat in the NL, which is very big right now because none of these teams want to face the Dodgers potentially in the NLDS. No, I don't even want to face the Padres, honestly. That Padres team is still a very, very good team. I really, if I'm the Mets, I don't want anything to do with either of these, either the Dodgers or the Padres. They really have to win this division. They need to really get hot. The Padres. That, that that's true. That they they're, they're uh, they got they may have a lot of good ads this year. Definitely the, the the trade deadline was big for them. Josh Hader. He, I mean, they expected a lot more from him. 
Hayes and Kevin Hayes. Yeah. He needs to take it up big time. The, the moves that the Padres have made for the past, you know, past couple of years, I shouldn't say years, the past couple of months, they expected so many big things. Obviously, you get Hayter, you get Soda, you're, you're expecting World Series or bust for this team. They have not looked like that team throughout these past couple of months. Soto has been, you know, very cold. He has not really been, you know, the Juan Soto we've seen in the previous years. Josh Hader has been really bad. He he's even lost. The, he's even lost even, the closure spot at one point. Even in the Josh season. Bell hasn't been good on the team. Yeah, again. They, they that that was a big part of that trade for them. That's, he's, um, if I'm not mistaken, he's a switch hitting. Yeah, switch yeah, hitting first That's huge. He hits for power. He's good. Usually hits for average too. I don't think he's hitting for average right now. No. The best, the best player they got in that trade really was Brandon Drury, but even he right now is starting to get into a cold stretch. So it just it. everything that could go wrong for the for the Padres when it comes down to their moves has gone pretty much wrong. I oh, mean, wait, Nick. yeah, you're leaving out one important piece of information for our viewers. Not the <laughs> San Diego Padres are the boogeymen for the Mets. So all this That's stuff true. really this doesn't matter when the Padres historically. Have been the boogeyman. I think they're gonna throw a U Darvish out there in game one, and that's yeah, probably Musgrove after that. Yeah, or? The, the, if I don't I'm, know. I think you throw Musgrove uh, first. Yeah, don't I you? think you probably. No, you, you have to go. You Darvish has to go so, game one. So successful against him. It's he, kinda, has, he has a lot more playoff experience than uh, I guess, Musgrove but, does. Like, I, Musgrove, just Musgrove had I know, a pitch for the Astros, but I'm pretty sure Darvish has more playoff experience. I mean, Musgrove just had a good season. I mean, I guess you should go around either one of them, honestly. Musgrove has also been in that stretch where he's been cold as of late. He's kind of been the, the, the Padres in general have just been a very cold team in the yeah. second half of the season. I mean, Musgrove was unbelievable in the first half of the year. Second half of the year, not so much. So that's why you you might have to lean on a veteran like you, Darvish, to pitch game one because with a, th- a best of three series, and if you're playing the Mets especially, you're going to be facing Degrom. You're going to be facing Scherzer. The third starter, I would have to imagine, is either going to be Taiwan Walker or Chris Bassett. I not what they're going to lean towards. I, if, I think the Mets definitely got the advantage in that, the Mets, in that respect. I mean, yeah, I think the Mets the Mets certainly have the advantage when it comes to pitching. The question is going to be, can their bats wake up? Because they have not wake the uh, they have not been awoken these last couple of weeks. They've been same with the Padres really, though. It's it's going to so, be interesting. Exactly. It's going to be who gets who gets awake first. Honestly, that's what's coming out. Bulls, so, Nick, you you have a manager for the New York Mets right now. Put yourself in his shoes, right? Buck Let's Walker. say, yep. Pretend you're Buck, right? Today yep. you're Buck. The Mets have a not dominating, but they end up winning game one with Jake with the Grom. Well, now here, here, here's what I want to game two throw Scherzer out there, or would you wait for a possible game three? Would so you now this is what I want to bring up because of this. So the rumor is that if the Mets are still in line for the division title on Wednesday and they have a chance to win the division, they're going to pitch Jacob DeGrom in that game. Yeah. So if that was the case, then Jacob DeGrom would probably not pitch until either game two or maybe even that game deciding game three. I think it all depends on how game one goes. If the Mets win, then I think you could save, you know, a Scherzer or a Degrom for Game Three because that's going to be the that's the season right there. I mean, well, but, but, but isn't honest? Don't they honestly want to pitch them as early as possible because they want to be ready for next series? You could, yes, absolutely. You could just, you know, try to pitch them and get it over with. But what? if they pitch like anything they did in Atlanta this past weekend, then they might be in trouble. Degrom and Scherzer both looked really bad against Atlanta. I know the Braves are on another level of talent right now as when it comes to the hitting, but I just don't know where the Mets go from here. They need their stars to go at least six, seven innings because they need them to go seven because they have they don't have that middle relief. Unless now, they, I mean they're moving Cookie to the bullpen, aren't now, they? 
they're going to have to move one of the stars has to go to the bullpen. I think Cook I would, is going to be the one. I would imagine Probably. David Peterson's going to be in the bullpen now as a, a kind of their long reliever. You might yeah. see Carrasco probably get like some innings here and there out of the pen because I would imagine Taiwan is going to be a more guys out there. Their bullpen isn't hasn't been now, one of Nick, their strong suits besides their so, closer. You would think. So Nick, here's my next question to you: You don't trust obviously the Mets bullpen. You don't trust their long relievers. And the question of between Taiwan Walker and Chris Bassett arises: Do you split them in a game? If it's a game deciding you know, game, do you, you split could, them? If it's game three, you might have to consider it. But like at the same time, has that ever really worked? Where I, th- I don't, I don't, I don't know. know. Well, the best pitchers to, the, to yeah, pitch no, most of the game. You don't want to be splitting them. The point yeah, like, is, you need to get the ball to Diaz at some in some form or fashion. So, so wait, Johnson, if you basically want him to do like an opener type thing, yeah, I think like, he's saying like four innings for one, four for the other, and then Diaz comes Diaz in for the ninth. One. Exactly. I think that's what he's saying. I don't. That doesn't sound like a bad idea. The issue with that, I say, I think is if let's say yes, they get the win, then they're going to be you know kind of fatigued when it goes into the Dodgers series because yeah. you're going to need these guys to pitch against the, the Dodgers. The Dodgers I mean, have such great pitching as it is. You need these guys to be healthy going into that series because that Dodgers lineup that is too stacked. You need well, you guys to step up. This would be my logic. If they do four innings apiece, and obviously you have the longer time between games in the playoffs. And you're gonna get the obviously the Grom and Scherzer are gonna pick uh, are gonna pitch games before then. They're gonna have times. They're gonna have time to recover adequately. I think in between. Uh, yeah, but most in teams games. in the playoffs run a three man rotation with the occasional four. I mean, am I wrong? No, yeah, definitely. I'm sorry. Like I feel like the majority of years we sit there and watch. It's no. Some it's people a, use four. Like if you have four good stops, I can see the be- Padres running four because you got Darvish and Musgrove. You you're gonna want to get Blake Snell in there. I know he hasn't had the greatest of seasons, but he but he's has. Now it's a best of three, though, right? Not a best he of has five. That play of experience. Yeah, it's best. The Walker is a best of three. Yeah, but all it takes no, is two. Talking, all it takes is two wins, talking, and you're moving general, on. We're just talking in general. I'm just talking in general. In yeah. Terms of this. Like, no, I'm gonna say like the, the Mets. They're gonna start Degrom and then Scherzer one two. I don't I think, think it's. I fucking, think that's risky. Like, but like I said, if Degrom if they are in a position to win the division on Wednesday, Degrom is gonna pitch. They've already said that. So they might not even have. Oh, so not, maybe they're pitching Scherzer then one. They would, and maybe they, they rest the Grom to see if he's going to be ready for two. He might have to pitch in three. Yeah, that's if he's not ready for two. But like him pitching, that's in, that's 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 really uh, risky would, in my opinion. They should, honestly, I think it's perfectly okay to have one of them pitching game three in the series because in reality, that's a if you have to go to three. Well, what if they win, what if they lose game one? They might not even have a game three. It would be very imperative that the Mets have to win game one. Yeah. It, now, remember, this is obviously a hypothetical. The Mets still could win 100%. the division, and it could be Atlanta. We could be talking about Atlanta. Yeah, being absolutely. Yeah, but absolutely. also at the same time, like I trust Atlanta's overall team more than I trust the Mets at this point. And it's not that the Mets have a bad offense. The Mets' offense no, has been don't. good this they, season. It good, just but like, This second half for the Mets has just been very abysmal, to say the least. I mean, I watched the game on Saturday with Max Scherzer, and Max Scherzer was just – you know, he his location spots were just so bad. I mean, it's it's tiny like the start you would see from like a really bottom feeding type of pitcher where everything's just like hanging around down the middle and the Braves are just cranking home runs off of him. Scherzer has to step up before if he's gonna he's most likely gonna pitch game one for the Mets if to, or game two. He's pitching game one or game two either way. The p- issue for the Mets is gonna be is Scherzer going to, you know, 
find that command that he needs to find in order to help the Mets win. Because obviously we've seen him already, you know, he won a World Series with the Nationals. They need him to pitch like he did with Washington if they're going to make any type of run this year. Yeah, I mean, I, I just don't think they match up very well compared to, like, if we're talking, like, Atlanta to the Mets, I'm taking Atlanta any day of the week. Besides the fact that they have experience and stuff, like, Atlanta so, is just a wagon right now. So let's say in this hypothetical, we have the Mets and the Padres in this best of three. Who? What do you guys think the overall outcome would be of it? Between them, those two. Well, I, I gotta see who's pitching. Honestly, it, 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 it's this. Could, let's this just last few games yeah. are gonna decide a lot for what, what's gonna happen. It's gonna let's be. Just say, let's just say hypothetical. Like they go to Grom, obviously game one, and then they go Scherzer game two. Do you, do you think the best? I think, take I think the they have a pretty good chance of winning. Honestly, I I disagree. I mean, they, I, I think they would like a lot more from their trade deadline acquisitions. They're they're pretty much all of them have been brutal. I mean, maybe Vogel back at times has been good. But they just haven't been getting a lot of offense, purely. But yeah, I mean, they they got Vogel back, they got Darren Ruff. They were trying to you know fix that DH spot, and that DH spot has been an issue for the Mets this season. Starling Marte, they're still waiting for him to come back from injury. So the Mets are really looking for some offense right now. You, you and... know who's been picking them up? Eduardo Escobar. He's yeah, been having a, but he's he was been the... having a, a time the last few games. Like, yeah, he was the NL Player them... of the Month for September. He had a great he had a great month. Yeah. Him and Alonzo have been pretty much carrying the load. The you, can load ask, a little bit. you can ask Johnson. We were at the Marlins game just a week a week ago, and he had I all five RBIs. I don't want to talk about it. And, <laughs> and, and Jeff McNeil hasn't. He hasn't stopped hitting all year, honestly. Jeff McNeil, yeah, He's Jeff McNeil, twenty-eight believe, on this season. I believe he leads the NL in batting average. It's him, him or Freddie Freeman. They're one of them is up there at NL batting average. He's been good. I'm looking I at mean, the last last couple of games. Three hits, two hits, two hits, two hits, yeah. two hits. Not a game without one hit in the last five. That's what Manuel's game is. He's he's a, he's that contact type of player that gets you that gets on base. And you know, the issue I have with the Mets right right, right now is I don't really like how their lineup is kind of constructed because I don't like McNeil. I think bats around like the five to six area. They have him at three right feel, now today. They have him at three. See that? That's I think that, that's, that. That's, that's a good spot for him. That's, but I like that. That's a way better spot than him batting fifth. Because... It is, but at the same time, you're you're cutting down your lineup. The, the, him batting at five makes your lineup longer. I don't no, think I want to ask about who's been the it, player of the month at five. So, I mean, I can't, I can't argue with that either. I get, no, I get that I'm 100%. Overall, like you, you want – my thing when it comes to a, a good baseball team – They just, got the, they just won, by the way. Actually, they won today. They just, yeah, they uh, just won four to yeah, five. Yeah. Um, my thing when it comes to a good baseball team is I want my whole lineup to be feared in different ways. I want guys that fight for good at bats. Oh, you know, I'm not. Yeah, like, what, what I'm saying just, is, what a McNeil think, type of player, I think he's more suited for the top of the order because if he gets on base, then you're giving guys like Lindor and Alonzo, who's had a monster season for the Mets. You're giving them an RBI opportunity, and those are the guys you want to get those RBI chances. Absolutely, a hundred percent. But at the same time, though, you're going to top load your your lineup, and then well, that's I that's mean, but that's the problem for the Mets right now. Their yeah, lineup I mean, after, is very top loaded, and after that, after the five hitter, it's not. Yeah, it's very questionable. Good, yeah. Vogelback, Mark uh, Hanna, he's like, hit or miss. He's he had a really good stretch for uh, this season at one point. Yeah, you got to do a lot the, from him, honestly, because all the rest of the guys aren't really hitting at the bottom. I mean, on it, it's a it's a struggle at the bottom of that line, but that's, that's a problem. Yeah. That's why they need Pialonzo like, with 131 so, RBIs. Like, he's got to clean a lot of the mess up at the beginning. Push, push comes to shove. Uh, predictions for Mets Padres uh, best of three. I'm saying Mets two one. 
I, I think Padres in three. Really? Uh, yeah, so Padres to one. I, I think the Padres not only have had the Mets number free, you know, ever, <laughs> it feels like. Um, but at the same time, I, I, I think that Padres team might not have a lot of experience together as a roster, but throughout their life. They have the talent. They have the talent, but you also got a lot of guys with experience. Bell, Soto, Machado's gone some runs. Drury's been on some pretty good teams. And then the rotations got guys that have been in six. Snell was before. great in that World Series for Tampa. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like that. Yeah, but he's, have... he's got a, a, a long way since then. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, not even a but, question. He is not the same as he no, was. But yeah. But you never know. Uh, who the hell knows? He could just go. Something could spark for him, and he goes. So and I am, he's another interesting guy. I think, that, yeah, I think if the Padres are going to win this series, it's going to come down to one guy. And I think the reason I'm going to say this dude is because he's so versatile, and he can, you know, he's a very good hitter. I so love far. Jay Cronenworth. Oh, I think if he gets on a tear in this playoff run, I could see the Padres making some kind of noise, but. It, he, it's it's going to be you know up to him. He has been very up and He's down. He's been this struggling season. the last like but last week or he so. He's an all star this year, right? Correct. He made the all star team. Yeah, so I, that's why I say like if he gets on a type of a tear, kind of like you know the Padres would hope for like kind of like the Mets would like have with Daniel Murphy that one time, like some like like something like that. I feel like he's that he could be that type of dude that you know you're looking at Machado and he's gonna you're, you know you're focusing on him and Soto. And then you see this guy Cronenworth, and he's just going to tear the baseball apart and be a big time player. Could be a Bell too. One of those. Yeah, other... I, I, that's the Padres have to hold for that. That's, no, that's they, why you they, make that they, move. They got the bats. They just they need to wake up big time. Yeah, and um, it's going to be close. I I, I think it's probably going to be Mets in three. But I the Padres aren't going to go. Aren't going to go down. It's not be... My issue with the Padres is their bullpen right now is very bad right now. But if they were to play, the if Mets. they were to play the Braves, I think the Braves. The Mets, would, I would Braves much would rather them. I would much rather games. the Mets bullpen. Uh, that's fair, but like at the same Hater, time, the Mets bullpen is still not. I good. don't know why Hater is so off, man. Hater, Hater has not right Hater right has now. been has been MIA. I don't know what has gone on with him this season. Um, you know, you're trusting, you know, some of these other veterans and your bullpen i don't know if that's gonna be i don't think that's gonna be enough for san diego to even you know put up a threat i mean when it comes to the mets yes obviously you're looking at edwin diaz but the mets might just go to these relievers Padres might have to do the same thing they have guys like you know mike clevenger they might have to turn to him out of the bullpen to get them some innings and get the ball to potentially hater but hater has to be that Milwaukee brewer type of hater for san diego to even have a chance so Moving up the bracket now with Philly and St. Louis. Uh, best of fives in the St. wild card. That's St. Best Louis. I'm sorry, best of three in the wild card. I'm going it, ahead to the Atlanta it's, series. It is confusing. Wild cards should be one game and one game only, but hey, money. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm going to go with St. Louis on this. I'm going to go with Grayson. That's a shocker. Uh, There's not much to talk about. I don't think there's very much to talk about this. Uh, you know what? I, I don't don't let Bryce Hopper get hot. Don't, get, don't let him get hot. Oh, look. Don't I, let him get hot. I know. I, I like I like Philly. That offense is that but, offensive bro. is good, man. I don't know about their pitching much. I don't. Their pitching is a little scary. I mean, they're t- I guess Nola when he's when he's on, he's good. Wheeler, he should be good, but he's not good right now. I mean, Ranger. I, I personally, I had Ranger Suarez in fantasy this past season. Towards the end, the latter half of the season, he actually started to pick it up too. Philly could be sneaky. I I I, I just I'm not I'm not totally out on them, honestly. I, 
I just think I like that Cardinals St. team. St. Louis just too. has such a good team. They do. I, I think this would be too good. I think with Albert Pujols being there, it's yeah, too what good. a miracle run it's for too, him. Yeah. Right? It's too much of a feel good story of him having yeah. probably his best season the last ten years or so. Plus, since Montgomery has gone there, he's been and do, pretty is good. Is the the number two or three starter, or even two. one? He's the two. Flaherty's one. That's going to trot out. They also are injured they're, for most of so them. Right? Their rotation. It's. I'm going to imagine it's Mikolos would probably be the one. Really? Over yeah. Flaherty. Flaherty hasn't been good. Flaherty this hasn't really been good. He, he's still he's recovering. He's still recovering from that injury. I guess uh, Flaherty is most likely going to be a bullpen reliever for them. If I had to imagine, I think really? I, I, I wouldn't trust him. I, I don't think you could trust him right now to start. Yeah, I agree with Nick. I'm a big I think it's kind of like how the Rays I mean, are with Tyler Glass now. I think he's just coming off an injury. I think you need to just get him, you know. He's on the roster. Out. He's good to go. Yeah, he's he's back from injury. So I think right now you have to just get him accustomed to pitching again. And I think getting him out of the bullpen, I think, will be the perfect opportunity. Because let's say this, if Flaherty has a like a very good wild card or divisional series, then you could see him starting, you know, in the NLCS or the World Series if the Cardinals get that far. Yeah, I think I, right now it's all about just getting him fully healthy. Yeah, yeah I agree. I mean, so, plus they got a grizzled vet in Wainwright. Too. Yeah. Plus, Monty's shown nothing but but, yeah. uh, but, but goodness since I he's mean, been there. Quintana, honestly, underrated. Quintana's been up and around. Yeah, he's, he has a, he hasn't been a had pickup with them. a couple really good starts this year the key, for them. The key to the Cardinals is getting the ball to their bullpen because the bullpen oh, has yes. been their key this Ridiculous. entire season. Helpsley so has been unbelievable. Giovanni Gallegos is having another good season. Steven potentially getting Jordan Hicks back too before the playoffs. So that would be a big pickup for them. Yeah, they tried Goldschmidt and freaking Arenado in the same lineup. Yeah. Man. And That's Edmund. scary. And Tommy Edmund. Yeah. Don't forget yeah. my yeah, we know. Yeah, they were betting him at nine know. at some points during the year. And, they, and he was he was still contributing. He's he's a good he's a solid player. And they're getting Tyler O'Neill back too. They got they're a lot getting, of good young guys too. Yeah, they're a good team. The Cardinals are getting very healthy right now. They're getting Don't healthy at the perfect time. They're, they're a good team. Yeah. I that I saw you get X Grayson and uh, Johnson, I I picked. I said the Cardinals were my dark horse to win the, uh, to make it to the World Series yeah. this year. Yeah. I think they're that it. good of a team. The, they are a am, really good team. Am I, I crazy actually think enough? them losing Hater, uh, not Hater, uh, Bader hurt them a little bit. It hurts them, but they have the depth to like to, yeah. fit, to you like, know who he goes in. Newt Bar slid right into his spot. Carlson's, Carlson and Newt Bar have been yeah. have been the center fielders for them since yeah. Bader is gone, which is fine. I mean, they're both good players. It's just yeah. like. They're just, very, was, they're just very young. Yeah, Bader was a proven he, he takes such control in the outfield. At center it's field. great. It's, yeah, it's, it's really, really nice to we'll watch. We'll talk about Bader a little bit later when we've gone to the Yankees because I, I have loved every second of him since yeah. he's you know, started to play for New York. Agreed. But when it comes to this series, I think that the Phillies have been very – they're such a weird team. I feel like if the Brewers have played, so, like, have played any type of better in the last couple of weeks, they should be the team making the playoffs, not Philadelphia. Um, I am – I'm very happy that Miami played spoiler and they caused the Milwaukee. Brewers. Yeah, but you let the Phillies get in the playoffs. Are you really happy about that? I yeah. mean, yeah, they're gonna go. They're gonna have. Don't worry. They're gonna have this one season of being over 500, and then like the last 10 years, they can go below 500 for the next 10 years. This is kind of like you know when uh, when it's Groundhog Day and uh, and it's gonna come out. They come out every so often. They only see the shadow like every eight years or so. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the Phillies making the playoffs. So they come. You know, they come around. They see the shadow. And they make the playoffs, and then you know they're gonna go bye bye for the next eight years or so. I want to bring up some some stats for the Phillies guys. Kyle Schwarber has forty six bombs. He's a this year. he's gas. He he's four away from fifty. Four away from fifty. Yeah. He um, Reese Hoskins has thirty bombs. 
Yeah, the Phillies can mash. They're they're yeah, a really good hitting they're team. A good hitting team. You've seen and we've seen twenty two. You've seen the emergence of Alec Baum too. He's starting to yeah, hit yeah, really well. Yeah, he's good. You know, after his little. Uh, yeah, he started the know, season off really, really bad, but he want, is. The fans want him dead. <laughs> the I will year. say this: I don't think it's going to be as easy. I think the Phillies could easily take one of these games, but I still like the Cardinals overall. It's going to come down to Nola and Wheeler. They have to pitch really good. The problem for the Phillies is: do they really have that number three starter? It's probably Ranger Suarez, but I don't know if I really trust Ranger I mean, Suarez. You might have to in, go to Kyle Gibson. And even then, I don't trust Kyle Gibson. Kyle Gibson I mean, is, I don't is very He's on bad. and off. He's on and off. He, one start, he's really good. He, get, he goes six innings, yeah. give up two hits. And then the next start, he'll freaking give up five runs in the first and two let's innings. not forget, their bullpen is really bad. Ooh, really bad. Their offense is going to have to carry the load. Bryce Harper is going to have to turn it on. Gene Segura is going to have to play good. They're getting Brad Hand back, and I still don't think. Actually, no, I'm I'm wrong. I'm wrong. If they get to a game three, Noah Syndergaard probably is going to be pitching game. Is three. Noah Syndergaard healthy though? No, yeah, I'm pretty. Yeah, he's healthy. He's not hurt. He was. Uh, he, he would. I thought he was hurt. So. I, no, he Noah Syndergaard would 100 pitch game three. I I, I I completely forgot. I always keep forgetting that the Phillies traded for him. Yeah, if they if they get to a game three, you'll see Syndergaard probably pitch that game. It's some capacity he's going to pitch that game. Does anyone want to guess who leads the uh, Phillies in stolen bases this year? Oh God, is it Bohm? No, it's it's amazing. Like, this is this this is just like it shouldn't happen like this, but it, this is what he does. Is, honestly, is it Brandon Marsh? No, it's not. JT Real Muto, the catcher, really? twenty-one stolen yeah. bases. Bro, he's over a stud. twenty. He is a stud. He might yeah. be the best catcher. He's one of the best catchers in. in oh baseball, no, he honestly. he's probably. I'd put him as he's definitely top uh, five. I don't know. I have. Well, to, I got. I have let to me think, think about catchers. it. Um. Off the top of my head, I can't name a better catcher. Two, he bats two seventy five with twenty two home runs, eighty four RBIs, and twenty one stolen bases as a catcher. Yeah, like, that's amazing. I, yeah, I probably, I probably take him number one. I, I don't, I don't. I'm trying to think. Will Smith is, is good for the Dodgers. Yeah, yeah. Will Smith is very. Um, Sally protected. Perez when he's at a hundred percent. Yeah, Sally yeah. was a monster last year for them. But like Salvi's different. Like um, Contreras for the Cubs is always good. Contreras is I still am taking. I think Real Muto is probably the best catcher in baseball. It's cl- I, I guess it's, it's, de- probably... it, it's definitely. I'm not saying Will Smith's the number one. I'm just like I was just naming catchers on top. No, of that. I know. Um, uh, that's tough. I I'd probably pick Real Muto as the best, but I could very much well. I I wouldn't argue like Wilson Contreras. I I would be okay. With I would say Adley Rushman's on his on the come up right now. Oh well, I mean I'll. I was. Go- I love me some Adley. Rushman, yeah, they, yeah. We give, need give, to give him time, a little time. Yeah, give him time. He'll 100 percent be the, the best catcher. Yeah. He is. He is. He does everything. So I well. wish He's the Orioles made the playoffs because they they have a, they have a fun team. They're, They're a really really fun I team. I can't. I can't. Say, I can't wait for that. Kind of, as a Yankee fan, I'm kind of nervous with that team because they they yeah, look they, they look interesting to say the least. Where did Santander go? Did they trade him or is he still on the no, team? No, he's still on the team, and he had, nope. he had a monster season for them. He had over thirty. Yeah, I like 30 him yeah, he's a really good player. Rotation fully figured out. God they need, uh, help. They need Grayson Rodriguez to get healthy because yeah. he's the biggest piece of that. Ro- he's he's going to be the biggest piece of that. You know, you that, the kid Gunnar Henderson's the real deal. Gar- I Ooh. love Gunnar Henderson. Uh, I think I think, I think he'll be really good. He, if he keeps playing the way he's playing have, right now, absolutely. And they still have a ton of prospects. They need Cedric Mullins to go back to what he was doing last year. He's a little. But he even fell Cedric off a Mullins, bit. like he bat, he hit two sixty this year, like. Yeah, it's not. It's not a bad. That's season. not awful. It's not, it's he not was a three hundred hitter last year. Yeah, 
Yeah, uh, like but, 30 bobs. Yeah, no, I mean 100%, but like I'm – well since, we're not... about the, well, since we're talking about the Orioles, let's turn to the AL part of the uh, MLB bracket, per se. You know, we have basically the AL East running the entire AL as it is. I mean, the Astros have home field advantage. The Yankees have already locked in to the number two. So now we look at the matches. We have a, a very great matchup between the Blue Jays and the Mariners. I mean, as a Yankee fan, I'm happy that – we're not going to be playing either of these teams. There's still a chance that the Rays, yes, could move into the five seed. It would take a Seattle collapse for them to even make it to that part. The Blue Jays are already locked into the four. They're just waiting to see who they're playing, Seattle or Tampa Bay. As of right now, it is Seattle. As a Yankee fan, I'm very happy it's not either of them because I didn't want no part of Toronto at all when it comes to their hitting and their pitching has gotten really better. And Toronto owns the Yankees. Well, the last series, the Yankees did have their number. I will say that. Absolutely. Last, yeah, but I'm talking overall the last couple of years. It's always felt Vladdy like. Vladdy Guerrero in the playoffs scary. Well, yeah, it's just. Uh, that, it's, 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 it's really just. And Bo Bichette, Bo Bichette, over the last couple of months. George Springer one of the better, has always killed one the Yankees. The players. Yeah, they just have a bunch of Yankee killers on that team. Springer, oh. they have Lourdes Gurriel as a very young, underrated. Like he's still very underrated and is a really good player. I mean, Alejandro still, Kirk. Alejandro yeah. Kirk. Three yeah. and four in their lineup. Santiago Espinal. Santiago Espinal. Yeah, they have a great team. I mean, their pitching I mean, is in question. Honestly, their pitching is. I mean, it's Manoa, and then after that, it's Jose Barrios fell off big time. No, this you, year. Have, you have Kevin Gossman. He's 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 yeah. a good number two for them. Yeah, he's good. He's good. Manoa. I know, he, I know Barrios has been not the he, same pitcher that they got last year in that trade from the Twins. I mean, they're 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 hoping he picks up. He has to be good because he's going to be their number three starter no matter what. They don't really. He have, gives up bombs. I think he's well, they don't really have that number three option right now. Kuchi? Oh, no, you, you on, say Kikuchi is ho- absolutely horrible. Come He's on. terrible. Blue Jays are going to probably run a three-man rotation. They <laughs> maybe run Ross Stripling as a. I was actually. Oh, Ross was good, bro. Ross has been good. I was good. just looking at this. Yeah, I, I was, that, that's the only other guy I would give. I wouldn't give the ball to anyone else in that rotation. Yeah, well, I, I mean, you can't give it to Mitch White, so. No. Oh, Mitch. Oh, oh um, Blue Jays, it is. We said it. I mean, they have a great offense as it is. Teoscar Hernandez, we also forgot. He's a really good hitter. He, he's another guy that hits bonds for this team. <laughs> Blue Jays lineup as it is is just really good. They got Whit Merrifield also from the Kansas City Royals. They, you know, they got a nice, you know, ad- some additions from free agency. You know, got Bradley Zimmer, Jackie Bradley. Could pick them up off of waivers. Yeah, Jackie they traded Bradley. For Tapia. They have some very good depth on the team. The pitching is obviously, you know, question mark, you know, after Manoa and Gossman. They do have a really good closer in Jordan Romano. Have some good relievers also with Adam Simber, who's had a good year, and David Phelps, who they got. So it really That's just come- not a team I want to face. Yeah, Did you bring just- Matt Chapman? Matt, yeah, Matt Chapman's been – he's been good. He, you know, he's been good home runs. He's, He hasn't been terrible. Yeah, the 229 batting average still concerns no, no. me with him. No, he's, definitely. He definitely yeah, needs to pick that up in that respect, 100%. He's kind of like one of those hitters with like a strikeout home run type of player. So I, I yes, need to see is. a little bit more from him. But we'll, we'll see with that. When it comes to Seattle, I mean, we know how they are with their offenses. Their pitching is going to be the biggest question mark going into the series. Um, Luis Castillo, most likely, I would imagine, gets the ball in game one. He's been their best pitcher since they traded for him. They do have Robbie Ray, who was last year's Cy Young Award winner. 
with Toronto. Logan, Logan Gilbert's a good option, too. Logan Gilbert is, too. That's a good thing for the, the Mariners. They have three good pitchers to go into the series. Yeah. George Kirby has also been very good for them since they called him up. So yeah. you could see him maybe potentially, you know. has been pretty successful think, this year for the I most think you probably honestly. move him into a long relief role with potentially. Well, for this series, starter. yeah. He's going to be he, – I, yeah. I don't think he, – he's not going to start this series. If they get I to mean, the ALDS, he'll, pro- he'll most likely start a game. Even Marco Gonzalez. Has not been terrible. He's been all right, but I wouldn't. He's definitely no, a long reliever for a bullpen. Yeah, but he's Say they still, were Chris Flexen. But again, that's still another good option to come out of your bullpen. Yeah, I mean, they have hitting is a concern. Besides the top of that lineup, th- th- there's not much there. Yeah, I mean, Julio Rodriguez has been unbelievable for, the, for them this season. I mean, he, he yeah, just came amazing. back from an injury. Maybe Crawford has had you know, his ups you. and downs. Yeah, Ty France has been good for them all year. <laughs> yeah, he's Adam good. Frazier has really been the same dude since he you know came over from. The Padres. He was also with the Pirates. JP Crawford, like I said, has up has up and down. Suarez, thirty-one home runs. You know what he gives you on a yeah. normal basis. Suarez Not really going to hit for average, but yeah. he'll get you a couple of bombs. What are they doing with Kalenic? Oh, uh, in the minors. He's, he's been in the minors. He's going to stay in the minors for. Uh, I'll, no, for, I was just saying, see if like maybe they. Kalenic is starting up. to become that I, Joe Adele type of player, where yeah, he's very I, good he, in AAA, he, but when he goes to the majors, he's not good. Yeah, I wasn't sure if maybe they were going to try to call him up. Guys, what do we call those players? Quadruple A players. There you go. Jesse Winker fell off big time. Yeah, I just wasn't sure if they were so, you know what's, calling him up for the playoffs. You know what's so funny what. about that, Joe? They're saying that they might not have Jesse Winker on the playoff roster because of how bad he's played. Yeah, he looks smelly. Yeah, yeah he's smelly. Um, they also have Mitch Hanniger. He's another guy that you know can hit for some power. Obviously, he hasn't had that much this season. He has yeah, been hurt for a the, while. They need him to pick it up. But, That's a big guy for them. You know, they have they have the good thing for this Mariners team is they have a lot of veterans on this team, and obviously you add the young yeah, depth definitely. of Julio Rodriguez. They just yeah. need, like I said, they're going to need to figure out how their pitching is going to be going into the playoffs. You have Robbie Ray. You have Logan Gilbert. You have Luis Castillo. You could even throw George Kirby in there. Paul Seawall has been a not bad closer for them. They also have Eric Swanson and Andres Munoz. They have been good for them in the bullpen. Can they keep it up against a really good Blue Jay lineup? That's going to be the question. I do Per se, I, I would not take them in this series. If I had to pick between the two, I like the Blue Jays a lot more on yeah, paper. Yeah, they even get but, over, uh, past the freaking Blue Jays. They're not gonna, they're gonna get smoked by the Astros. I, yeah, Whoever I think would. the Blue Jays could definitely give them a fight. I can see the Blue Jays taking one game in that series, but I don't, I don't see them taking more against the Houston. No, I'm not talking about the Blue Jays. I'm talking about the Mariners. Oh yeah, no, Mar- the Mariners. Be, I, 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 I don't yeah. think the Mariners are gonna match it. I think this is a very good feel good story for Seattle. They have been in the playoffs in God knows how many years. They haven't been to the. It has been a That's 21 why I think year they drought. They have a chance against the, the Blue Jays. Years. They're definitely that's, on a high that, right now. The last time they were in the playoffs was 2001. Drought? Yep. Is that the longest drought in North American sports? That was the longest drought. No, can't be in North playoff American sports. Playoff? No, I, I, I might have been. Might be. I think it might be. I think it was. I think, it I think was, the yeah. longest drought now for ML for MLB, it's now it's someone I, I saw the stat earlier. It's someone now eight years has not made the playoffs, but it was it used to be the Mariners for the longest time. Oh, I'm looking it up right now. Mm. Is it the Cincinnati Reds? Uh, no, the Reds made the playoffs in the in the in the COVID year, so it's not. I'm, them. I'm trying to think what it is now. Yeah, so we can all agree with Angels. This is- Angels. Ah, uh, yes. I'll be yeah, next. We can all agree this is a. What about deal? Detroit? When did they? When's the last time they made it? I think that World wow, Series. Wow, it has been them. Oh, it's also Detroit. You're wow. right. They're, they're tied. Yeah. It's Angels and Detroit. Because I was going to say, I think the Angels were playing against the Yankees in the playoff style. The, I, the, 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 I um, think the last time they made it, yeah, was when well, they played. I, mean, I could be wrong, though. But. So, could, so Detroit, Detroit was, could, was Detroit in that year, too? I feel like Detroit. Yeah, Detroit could have been tied. Year. Detroit went to the World Series in 07? 
Yeah, they, but they that's what I'm made, saying. Yeah, they the also Yankees made it played the, the Angels in the in the when they yeah. won the World Series in 2009. Yeah. So I don't the last know. time they those teams were in the play, so it says from 2015 to 2022, they have not made the playoffs. So, so that's, we can all agree that this is a very this is a feel good story for the Mariners, but we think it ends here. Uh, Toronto has too much firepower. Uh, I like. I just like their team overall more than. Seattle's it's, team. It's a lot, I don't you know, blame Nothing you. against Seattle. They've had a good season so far. Yeah. But Toronto's just way better constructed. They have the better play. You have to go to the best player in each series, too, which I think this time is going to be... It's going it's to be Vlad Guerrero versus Julio Rodriguez, and Vlad has I, I, just they, a little bit more playoff experience. Bo Michette might much. be better than Julio, too, honestly, right yeah. now, the way he's playing. Yeah. And I think J-Rod J- is going to be a star in this league. Oh, but yeah, absolutely. He's amazing. Oh, yeah, let's no. not, let's not, let's not get it. He's already a star as it is. Yeah. He's, the, he's, the, he's literally there. The, if you had to name a face of the franchise for this team, it's, it's Julio Rodriguez already. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, you think he was underpaid? You think he should have gotten more money? Or That contract is still weird to me. I don't know how to feel about that contract. Yeah, I don't either. I mean, that, was I will like say freaking he, pre, his pre-cushions right there. His agent can't be worse than Ozzy Albee's agent because Ozzy Albee's agent is like one of the worst agents I've oh, ever yeah, seen in getting, my entire that life. That kid's getting robbed. He's absolutely getting robbed of money, but I don't, I don't think he got robbed. But I mean, who knows? Only talk can tell. I mean, if God forbid, if he starts, you know, becoming terrible, then the Mariners are going to look back on that and they're like, "Wow, we really screwed the pooch on this one." Yeah, that probably should wait a little bit. Well, I mean, we'll see. If he keeps playing the way he's playing right now, I mean, then it, you know, then they can't regret it. He's playing unbelievable for them. I mean, he's slowly becoming the face of baseball on the West Coast. Oh, I don't know about that. I, I said slowly. Hold on. On the West Coast? Yeah. I mean, I mean look at that Dodgers team, bro. Trout and Otani alone? I said, slo- I said slowly. Hold on. Freddie yeah. Freeman. Freddie Freeman. I, I think Otani's coming east anyway. Well, I'm saying we yeah, we're talking about that right now. We're not talking about it. Yeah, I mean, I'm Yo, saying future, I don't even know. If he I said will. slowly becoming. I didn't say he is. I mean, even so, if he become, even that, I would take, take anyone on the Dodgers or anyone on the. I would take Machado. I would take even Tatis. But I'm, his, but scandal, I'm saying not him. for us personally. I'm saying national media wise. Yeah, we're that's exactly. J Rod is getting just as much attention. Yeah, as those that, guys. but that's what we're telling you. We're telling you that we probably like when it comes to media wise, it's, oh. those guys are ahead of him. I don't know if he's ever going to be as high as them. Tatis obviously Nick. lost some credibility with the whole suspension. Uh, yes, but it, you it's, know what though? When he comes back though, I'm this could be a lot of eyes on him. I'll tell you that right oh, yeah, now. 100%. A lot of people are going to be paying attention to what he's going to be doing. That's another thing for the Padres. I didn't even bring that up. I mean. Imagine they had Tatis going into the series. I mean, it would just make it a really tougher time for the Mets. But with no Tatis, I mean, it really hurts their chances. Yeah, but who knows what play he's going to be when he comes back? Yeah, I mean, true. We ne- we never know. Yeah, I mean, he had an injury, and then he did what he did after post-injury. Yeah, we'll have to see. I mean, he, he, will- he had the Cespedes effect. Oh, no, not no, this. I, 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 I don't know, I don't know that. Cespedes has been... <laughs> Cespedes. Oh, man. There's a reason he's not playing baseball right now. Um, So we talked about the Mets, you know. Now we, I want to get a little bit into the Yankees, and it's going to, you know, kind of, you know, tie into the next wild card matchup between Tampa Bay and Cleveland. As a Yankee fan, you know, Joe and I are both Yankee fans. Grayson, the cat's still out of the bag for that one. Oh, I, boy. He's more Braves. 
I'm not getting into that anyway. I'm not getting into it anyway. The yeah, point okay, is, okay. my question. Uh, no, hold on. Well, well, I'll say, I'd love to be a Yankees fan. No, 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 we're not, we're not, no, no, no. Mute his mic. Yankees, 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 provoked. We're not, we're not, we're not doing this. That's not what I'm, that's not what I'm getting into. I just wanted to put it out there. Yeah, we all know you're, we all know, we know. You don't have to tell, you don't have to We don't want you back. Well, I mean, if, if the Braves go back to back, I'll be still smiling. Uh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> so, Joe, my question anyway is: yes. when it comes to the Cleveland Guardians Tampa Bay Rays series, who poses the biggest threat to the Yankees? When out of that Cleveland and Tampa. Out of Cleveland and Tampa. So, at the beginning of the year, I told you Tampa Bay, one hundred percent. No questions asked. Tampa Bay always gives the Yankees problems. Yep. We lost time in the playoffs with freaking that guy Brasso in and that bomb off Chapman. Ready no, was Arena's emergence. Oh, forget that guy. I, I, he's and you know what? He's been the second half of the season. He's <laughs> yeah. taken off big time. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a Yankee killer for sure. Yeah, you ain't kidding. That guy. He's can, a, he's you know a what? mass murderer. Yeah. he's a mass murderer. I don't, I'm not a fan of Randy. And, and like, it seems like G Man Choi also like gets his like hits here and there uh, against Garrett Cole. Uh, Cole. Yeah, the point. We've, yeah, we've had uh, we've had that happen too a couple of times. Even though Garrett Cole's got the better of him this year, I've watched. Yeah, every yeah. Time, because I know G Man and how he freaking cooks Garrett Cole and launches him <laughs> to that short left field, yeah. <laughs> field porch. He he hit it quite a few times off him. Yeah, and he's gotten the best of him this year. But that that Cleveland team right now, they're they're hot. They're hot. Yeah, and you know who's the coach of that team? That schmuck, Terry Francona. Uh, I hate him. Yeah, it's really caused so much Yankee pain. That is true. So if some, if anyone knows where he, to be against the Yankees, is that guy? Unfortunately, I th- the Yankees. I still think we can beat them. I think that like even the, this Yankee team is good. They're not bad. They're not what they were in August. Yes, that's not who they are, and that's not who they were the whole season before that. I mean, yeah, the Yankees have a lot of injury issues right now too. So there's absolutely, obviously and they've been playing good go this around. this this last month or so. They've been playing pretty good. They did lose Marinaccio today. A lot of today, like, those so guys, no, a lot of those guys are coming back. DJ Lemayo will be back. He's already hopefully. back. Yep, that's perfect. Yeah, Carpenter's hopefully going to be back. Yep, Ben Attendi hopefully soon. That's big. That lefty bat, Ben Attendi, when he was at his best, he was getting up a lot of RBI singles, so, a lot of big hits. Frost. So, Joe, what are you doing in the outfield at that rate? Well, I, I, well they so, got Cabrera out there, and he has been the Yankees' uh, hottest hitter. Right been great. He's been unbelievable. Uh, yeah, I know. It's hard to you, sit that guy. He's been a spark plug for the team. Like, I what, think I think he plays – you might I, see him get starts over at short like, over uh, a guy like IKF. I could see it. You might see uh, Donaldson get benched. I don't even know. I doubt it, but – you know what? Donaldson's I mean, what? been amazing Move. at third base too. Defensively, Donaldson's oh, def- been a, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, He's been a good uh, defender for yeah, us. Yeah, he was. It, he was outright unplayable last year or two years ago. That's on, the on, problem with Donaldson. It's it's not his offense. Like I know his he he's been really not good. He's really not been good offensively. But he's been a good defender for us this season. I don't mind it, and it's not like I can't. He's had clutch hits though. Donaldson. Yeah, later on, later, later oh, bats, he's been he's been hitting one up, of the better guys. Late late. He's he's definitely hitting better as of late. I will say definitely. That. Um, but anyway, back to the, the, the topic at hand with the guardians and, and, and Tampa Bay, I told Grayson this yesterday. I a hundred percent agree with you on that. On that take. Have you, at the beginning of the season, hundred percent was said Tampa Bay because they've given the Yankees so many problems, but this guardian team is on an unbelievable tear right now. And they got a really, they got a triple headed monster and, and 
in the rotation. Shane Bieber has been good. Tristan McKenzie, we've seen the emergence of him this season. Cal Quantrill has been very good for them this season. And let's even remember, their bullpen, they have, have in my opinion, one of the best, if not the best closer in the game, Emmanuel Classe. He's been great for them this year. James Karantek yeah, also provides awesome. some spark for that bullpen. They he's, have he's, a his, scary his team. Energy is infectious. Karantek. Yeah, he's always pumped when he strikes somebody. Yeah, you he's, throw, he's, he's pumping a hundred. Yeah, he looks like he wants to fight people after he's done. <laughs> he yeah, he is, he's something else. He's that guy, like Max Scherzer, in a sense, he's something else. They're, no, they. Their team is, and you even—I don't even think you mentioned Jose Ramirez. He's one of the been one of the oh, best players. Oh, I was going to that. Yeah, I mean, he's—he's he's been amazing for like two or three years in a row. What was he? More, he was MVP candidate that. last year, oh, right? Top that, yeah, he's—he's he's awesome. He's I'm such sorry, a he's good amazing. player. Switch header. He's actually—he's uh, underrated. Honestly, he like, He does not get enough appreciation. It's because of the Cleveland market. I mean, you don't really, yeah, you're not really well, getting, well, getting much agree. attention. Come on. <laughs> The, the, only time, the only time Cleveland gets attention is when like LeBron's on the is in Cleveland on the Cavs, or when Joe Kim Noah, or when like, the Browns like, had the the win the longest winless streak ever, or when Joe yeah. Kim Noah makes it, you know, in a press conference, say, "Have you ever gone to vacation in Cleveland? Do you yeah. think Cleveland's cool?" <laughs> so really, we have a lot of negative attention in Cleveland. But, I wonder why. But it's all positive right now for the Guardians, though. That's not. That's yeah, I mean, you know, first year with the new name change, and it's gone great for them, and they've that, got yeah. some great contributions from their players. I mean, Josh Naylor, we've seen he's had a pretty good season for them. He's another guy home who, runs who always shows energy when he's playing. Yeah, big time. And how about the you know the the tra- they made the trade with the Mets. They traded Francisco Lindor. And they got some key players, Ahmed uh, Rosario and Andres Jimenez. Jimenez, a freaking all-star this year. He's unbelievable for the the Guardians this season. Both hitting over 270. Rosario's hitting 280. Jimenez hitting 300 on the year. They have been so good. And the Mets might have lost that trade, honestly. (laughs) When you're all said and done. Um, I love Lindor. I love Lindor. If the Mets win a World Series, then yeah, then obviously at the end of the day, it's it's they're not going to care about it. He's a switch hitter, but they gave him a lot of money. I think you're right. I, for the future, for depending on how they do in the rest of the, you know the rest of their careers, because you got to remember Rosario is only 26, Jimenez is only 23. They have a ton of time to you know keep developing, and they're Definitely. doing this now. You God God God, good luck anyone for the rest of the MLB. And the Guardians aren't really big budget team, so giving yeah. Lindor that money is is going to take away from other guys. Maybe Jose Ramirez doesn't sign for the contract. And that he let's for. not forget, they also have Stephen Kwan, who's been unbelievable for them too, and he's only oh, twenty four years old. That guy can hit. That guy can hit. Three hundred batting average. I've never even heard of this dude before the season even started. Yeah, he's he can hit that kid. Three hundred on the year. This team is going to be tough to face. I, if I'm the Yankees, I don't want any part of them. I'd rather take on the Rays, who have killed us in the past. I don't like this Guardian team at all. They are very scary. Can hit for any power, and they have such very good pitchers. They could be a dark horse candidate for the World Series. I'm uh, going to say that. Yeah, they're they're pretty nasty. Who remembers? Honestly. Who remembers the Indians when we played them in the playoffs that one year with Jabba Chain and getting swarmed by those freaking. Uh. Bugs that no, no, not, not don't bring nets. up don't bring up 2007. That that was that I really thought the Yankees were going to win it that but, year. But but Greg Bird got his revenge. Yep, that's Andrew list. Miller. Greg freaking Bird. Yeah. Of all people, man. Just yep. an update on the score so where, far. Uh, Miami has Greg tied Bird? the game with Atlanta, bottom of the first. Uh, Marlins have scored. Mets have won. Uh, Mets. So so now refresh everyone. Going into the day, the Mets were a game and a half back. They had yeah. won the first game to make it now a full one game. If and the Marlins Braves, had won last night. 
lose this game and the Mets win, then the division will be tied going into tomorrow. And no, that's wait, wait, why wait. they were they were two and a half in front though. Time out. No, 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 no. Going into tonight, there was a game and a half lead. Game and right. a half. So, so it would be a half game lead if they if they were to it's lose. A game as of no, right it's now. a game as of right now because the Mets had a double have a double header tonight. They're playing a yeah. second. Oh, game. they're playing another game. Yep, because oh, they had the, because they had the rain out. So if the Braves lose and the Mets win, the division will be tied going into tomorrow. That's why they might pitch Jacob Degrom tomorrow, and then it would all I be see. tricky. And you see Max Scherzer pitch game one in the playoffs. So there's still a lot of scenarios going on for the playoffs right now. Only time is going to tell what's going to happen in the next 24 hours. But as a baseball fan, I know for a fact we're all very excited to see how the rest of this postseason is going to shape out. Definitely going to see who's going to make that jump for the World Series. Can the Dodgers, you know, get that second ring? Will they have another, you know, choke job as they've had the last couple of years? Can Atlanta repeat as the World Series champion? Could we see an emergence of a new team win the World Series? Maybe the Mets. Maybe a team like the Cardinals or the Guardians. As a Yankee fan, maybe us. Who knows? If they get healthy enough, maybe they have a shot. The Astros, obviously, as much as I hate to say it, they're going to be a team to, you know, yeah, they're, they're one of the best teams in baseball. They're, that's be a team a problem. Be, they're a team to beat. They're you could see the You could see the Blue Jays maybe even make a run. They have a very good stacked roster too. I think only time is going to tell and see how far and where you know the MLB is going to shape out, especially in the next 24 hours and when the playoffs start in the next few days. But I think that's going to do it for this part of our conversation with the MLB playoffs. We would once again like to thank Joe Fatteruso for coming on for this part of our conversation. Now we're going to get ready for the second part of our combo as we are going to get into some NHL conversation. We're going to talk about some of the offseason moves, some of the divisional breakdowns, how the Rangers and the Islanders and some of the other teams in the Eastern and Western Conference will fare out, our playoff predictions, and some of the trophy, you know, award winners, who we think are going to win each prestigious award for the NHL, and obviously who is going to be the Stanley Cup champion when it all comes down to it. I am once again one of your co-hosts, Nick Bavona, joined alongside Andrew Johnson, Grace and Chief Gina Marino, and of course our special guest, Joe Fatteruso. Make sure to tune on in for our NHL talk.